Radio Super. Anticipated like Carol and Kane at the light. Niggas thought I made a left, then I came with a right. Nigga, we undisputed. Close your eyes, say goodnight. It's alright, Lil Cuz, you can never understand it. I'll be having Christians like, boy, goddammit. Oh, man. Welcome back to the gray space. I'm Zeke. That is Dre. Yeah, birds. And we are back with a fire interview this week, man. Yeah, man. You know how we do, man. Um, and this one is... Uh, this one's special, you know what I'm saying? That it is. Uh, but before we get into that, make sure you subscribe and become part of the tribe. Do us right, hit that like, and comment, because you are rocking with the content. Now, got some special, special people up in the building, bro. Yeah, man. Yes, we do. And I, you know how I do, man. I got to bring you know, mm -hmm. make sure they're introduced bring correctly, in. you know bring what I'm saying? In, Our guests today are not only pioneers, but could be considered the backbone of Arizona hip-hop. In their early years, they painted the true backdrop of Phoenix, now known as a party hub via the Super Bowl and golf, but in reality, a place of deep culture and history. Their combined catalog is one to be proud of, with songs like Soldier and Way West, and they are not finished. From the mixtape era to now streaming, they came together as two juggernauts to give us For the Culture, a collective showcase of the OGs of AZ Hip Hop. We are here to dive into their history, their upcoming project, and much more. Please welcome Bookie and Yo Westwood to the Gray Space. Oh, What's up, fellas? Yeah. 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 I should have plugged that into the board, you know what I'm saying? We should have had it on top, you know what I mean? Yo, be bad. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. What's going uh, on, fellas? Everything's good, man. Good, man. Glad, uh, glad we get you guys out here to what we call SoCal, Arizona. Mm -hmm. SoCal, Arizona. You know what I'm SoCal. Yeah, man. You know, when you say way west, we are way west, west, west. We are west, way west. west. Um, pleasure having you guys, man. Uh, I've been yeah. a fan yes, of you guys for, for many years. Um, you know, I, I was, I was young and listening to you guys and, um, coming out of high school, you know what I'm saying? And, and just that scene at that time of, uh, <laughs> you know, Juice, who was now Richie Evans, Willie. Shout out Richie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shout you guys, uh, early on, I rock, rock a dollar, you know what I'm saying? Um, the list goes on and, you know, I think a lot of what you guys did for the culture out here. Uh, no pun intended, was tremendous. And I'm so glad that you guys are back, you know what I'm saying, and showing and, and, and bringing something together to show kind of what, you know what I'm saying, what needs to be shown, which I, which I really, the work y'all put in. Um, but I want to I wanna take it back just a little bit real quick uh, for people that are not familiar. You know, talk about kind of those early years um, back in like 05, 06 of you guys really putting a lot, and even before that, putting a lot of work in, and how you guys came to be Buki and Yo Westwood. Well, you want to start this big? I'm going to let y'all do it this okay. time. Okay. Y'all um, put me first. So I'm going to let him go this time. Um, I, uh, something happened here on my live. You know, you know live comes first. Right. <laughs> right. That's all good. So, uh, um, I, uh, when uh, Yo Westwood, man, I started rapping probably back in the quad at South Mountain High School. Um, left it alone for a long time. When I was uh, 16, we we were on our way to getting signed by uh, Motown. Okay. Um, so back then we didn't like have studios and shit like we got. There was a 
like certain caves now. <clears throat> so, right, right. Um, to actually be that age and going to like these studios that like are crazy because these studios aren't like what we have now. Mm -hmm. These were real studios, mm -hmm. and uh, it cost lots of money. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I so back then, you know, I was doing that, um, and then I probably left music alone for about twelve years. Okay. And lived life, and then uh, then ran back into my high school partner that was that never left it alone. Okay. And um, I remember I was at the Blaze nightclub in like oh five. Shout out to the Blaze. Blaze, which is to the, the Blaze. drinks. Come on, man. I um I uh so I, I ran into my buddy and. He kept telling me that I needed to come see his studio. But now, mind you, I'm thinking years ago, you ain't got no damn studio like that. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, what could you possibly have? Right. So I get up in this little office space that he has, and he's got like a desk with an Iowa stereo little computer and a Chinese partition that was the, the booth. Okay. So I got up in there, and I actually kind of laughed at him, to be honest with you. Like, this is a joke type thing. And then he hit play. And uh, that was when I think he was working on like Sonar Cakewalk or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah, yeah. And he hit play, bro, and I could not believe what came out them speakers, uh, Boo Boo. I couldn't believe it. And it, and I was hooked from that point forward. I was hooked. And so I went and got a little $300 e-machine windows from Walmart. Right, and, uh, right. He gave me a jack copy of the, I think it was Pro Tools at that time. No, Fruity Loops. Okay, sounds Fruity Loops, uh, yeah. Yeah, he gave me a... a, a, a Busted copy of that, and, and I've been hooked ever since, man. And then from there, um, it went from like Big Yogi to Yogi Westwood. Um, it went to just Yogi, and then Westwood came along. That's a whole other story. And uh, uh, I just couldn't stop, bro. I just I, I went and went and went. And then I kind of got blackballed in Arizona when Nipsey Hussle came out because I my shit is all about gangbanging, like for real. Like, right. Coming up, that's what I was talking about. And so um, when Nipsey came out here in 12, uh, there were some shootings that had happened. <clears throat> Funny part about this is I wasn't even in Arizona. I was in California with Brother Lin Chung doing a show. Okay. So I wasn't even here. But Mesa and Phoenix came together. Mesa, Tempe, and Phoenix came together and got to all the promoters and said you couldn't book anybody that had gang affiliation. Okay. Yeah. My name was at the top. And I couldn't do shit here. I couldn't I couldn't get a show. I couldn't That's crazy. Then when I would get a show, I would act stupid and tear your shit up. And, you know, if 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 I had 10 minutes and you cut me at 9 minutes and 45 seconds, then the whole show's on. You troublemaker. I was fucking your shit up. There's some <laughs> DJs out here that know what I'm talking about. Okay. They had to go and replace everything. Okay. So, um, I got I got blackballed, bro. I did it to myself and then that other shit with the Nipsey thing had happened. So, um, I just started traveling, bro. I just, I just got on the road. I would print up... Before I even started doing music, I was printing up CDs. I had I had the whole shebang to do that, um, package them, shrink wrap. Oh man, look real professional. I did his, and so uh, we would package that shit up, man. And, and I've always had some kind of a studio. Okay. I've always done my own thing. I've never had anybody else really touch my shit. Right. And so um, it was nothing for me. I could do it, so it was nothing for me to hop in these trucks and have a bottle of Hennessy and some weed. And, Nice video playing in the in the drop down and a box full of product as I hit up everywhere I'm going, and uh, that's how I became where I'm at right now. That's all. Oh, I love it. Yeah. So what about you, Bo? 
Me? Oh, man. You know, I like growing up in a poverty-stricken environment, man. You know, we coming up, we were we were looking to latch on to something that we could that that could help us to escape our reality. You know, right. when I was younger, and um, I remember watching videos like with LL Cool J. LL Cool J is what got me started, right? Okay. When I first saw that video, uh, he was like, uh, "Remember, oh, nobody can rap." Quite like I can, I take a muscle bound man and put his face in the sand. That's what triggered me. Ever since then, I was like, I'm hooked. I was like, for, but in, in actuality, just hip hop in general, when I could see, you know, brothers being able to tell their story and 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 be be noticed for it, and actually get paid for it, make a living for it as, as, as a youngster. Right, that was amazing to me. Okay. I said I could tell my story and, and oh. do it for a little. You know what I mean? That just that did something to me at a young age, man. So I've been rapping my whole life. Okay. So I started writing. Like, and I, you know, I, I my first rhyme was um, what was it? My first rhyme, it was uh, I what I said, I said, damn, there goes another black brother down dead. The reason why he dead, cause he wasn't just a crackhead. He stole from his mama, which really was drama. That's why he's dead and gone and never coming back come. That's all I know. Mm. Thing. Mm. I, I was the, fact, the fact that you can still yeah, remember that though is fired off. Yeah, I was eight. You know, that's what I mean? crazy. So I, I, had I don't even lot. remember the verse I wrote yesterday. Like, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've seen a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. At a young age, but you know, and it never left me. Okay. So as 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 time went by, I, I I got in high school and I was known for the bars. Like at lunchtime, you know what I'm saying? We used to. Uh, uh, I used to have a homie. Shout out to Norris. He used to beatbox for me. Okay. And um, you know, I used to spit rhymes all the time and it got word got out around the city that okay. I was the one, I was the man. You know, Bookie rhymes <clears throat> and bars, and can't nobody see him. Okay. So other cats from other high schools was like, man, he ain't he ain't shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm mm. the motherfucker. You okay. know what I'm saying? You know how that go. Competition. Right. So cats used to literally come to my high school at lunchtime. Like on they on their lunch break, uh like lunchtime, they would come to my lunchtime. Oh, okay. At high school, shout out to North High. And they would, we would battle, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. At lunchtime, like right on the spot. That's fire. You know, and I was known for that, you know what I mean? And um, What's your record? What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? You never lost? Never. Okay, I respect it. I, respect I mean, it. I honestly, if I got if I got smoked, I would have admitted it, but nah, nobody ever smoked me. Okay. You know what I mean? Awesome. And, and um, so at the time, a word got out with um, that uh, my partner, Dre, Shout out to Dre and to Rob Anderson from there was Dangers on Records. Okay, yeah, yeah. I was rapping back then. They heard about me or whatnot, and they got reached out, and so I started doing some recording with them. <clears throat> and um, you know, it was smooth, man. I remember uh, that was kind of like how I got into how I was able to meet Full Life Records, who I had signed with. Right, right. But I was doing records with them first. Okay, Dangers on Dre and Rob, and. Um, at the time, Full Life Records was working on a Vont uh, <clears throat> project for Vontel. Okay. Vontel was one of the artists from the label. One and, of the hardest in Phoenix, yeah. Arizona. But uh, check this out, Prince Polo Ski. Oh, you know damn, 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 damn. <laughs> See, we think we wrote it, right? Damn. I, I, I'm here. I know you're going to trip out on yeah. that. But anyway, um, so they even brought um, Roger Trotman. Okay. Right? Shout out to Roger Trotman, man. And he did a song, we did a song called For the Homies. I wasn't even supposed to be on that record. It was a, a record for Vontel featuring Roger Trotman and uh, the cast from Full Life Record, Dwayne Bowser. Shout out to Dwayne Bowser. He heard 
my vocals. He's like, what the hell is this? Okay. Boom, boom, boom. It was like, that's Bookie. That's, I was Bookie Lock back then. Okay. You know, we get into that later. But anyway, he was like, Please who is this? Hey. <laughs> anyway, that was Bookie Lock. Bookie Lock. <laughs> anyway, so I'm like, so anyway, I, uh, they was like, man, uh, they want you to drop <clears> on this record with Roger Trout. And I'm like, with who? It's like, Roger Trout. Right. I was like, what? Hell yeah. yeah what you of course. Mean? Yeah. So anyway, uh, we recorded the record, man. And uh, that was, um, I think it was Montel's first single off of his album, Vision of a Dream. Okay. And um, and so I had, you know, that was that was my breakthrough with them, uh, with Full Life Records, as far as, you know, what I did on that record. They was pleased with the song. The song was dope. It was it was a song called This Is For The Homies. Okay. And um, so make a long story short with that, um, I guess things wasn't moving as fast as, as Rob and uh, Dre had, had anticipated. Okay. So... You know, they then, um, I guess Dwayne had reached out and was like, what's up with Book? What you doing with Book? You know, y'all got some you know big things going. And they didn't want to sleep on me at the time. Right. So they knew they had something, but they just didn't want to sleep on me. So they was like, you know, we're going to talk to Book about it. Because uh, Dwayne wanted, wanted, we wanted to sign me. Okay. So he brought it to me. He was like, what you think? You know, we love you. We respect you, but we don't want to hold you back. So what you That's think? Awesome. I said, what do y'all think? I said, what do y'all think I should do? And they said that they think that I should, you know, sign with Full Life. So that's what I did. So that's how I ended up signing with Full Life Records. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, you know, when I got over there, we immediately got to work. You know, shout out to iRock. We yeah. started working on my album Stressing at his studio. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, they they was, they was flew they flew Big Bro Battle Cat out, <clears> you know, yeah. to work on some of the projects. And Battle Cat was showing off, man. Like when Battle Cat came out there, he was just like, he was feeling my flow for one, but he came out here to show off. Like right. he, was, he just got started immediately, and then him and uh, I Rock, they just went to collaborating on concepts and and, and beats and shit. I was living that's in the studio, but that's, I just, that's, I that's, that's a dope story. Bro, I yeah. did not, I did not sleep. Like I didn't go home. I was living literally living in the studio. I was I was staying up for like I remember I could remember staying up for almost three days straight. That's crazy. I was just writing. You know what I'm saying? I was I was so starstruck and overwhelmed. Of course, how fast my life was moving. Right. And 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 so you know when at that moment, I knew what I had to do though because the pressure was on me, and 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 just to squeeze it in, you know, uh, and I left this little part out. My bro Probs Daniel Lamb, shout out to Problems. Um, he was supposed to be dropping his solo album before me. Okay. Because he was one of the reasons I got signed. And again, I just left all that out. I'm going to squeeze that in. But, <laughs> right, right, right. But Big Bro, you know what I'm saying? He had a, he, he played a big part in getting me, you know what I'm saying, notice or whatnot okay. as well. So um, he, he had got into a situation where he couldn't put his project out. So I was next up. <clears throat> and pretty much that's how I got it in the equation to, you know, pretty much work on my album. Okay. Um, and so when it got done, you know, man, they went, they went off, man. They, they, they didn't hold back. You know what I mean? It was, it was properly funded. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, if you went to California at that time, man, I was on every, I was on every bus stop ad in LA. That's crazy. Can you imagine that? That's, I mean, that's. Bill how old were you? I was 18. That's, oh, I was man, fresh. I was, crazy. I was fresh out of high school. Oh, man. This was taking place. You know what I'm saying? I was literally, I got signed uh, graduation night. And for, and for people that don't understand when you say, you know what I'm saying? Because now everything's social media, right? But being on a bus stop ad <laughs> in, in Cali, in LA, mm -hmm. is a major thing. Like, 
it doesn't seem like something now because you just drive by billboards all the time and, and, and bus stop ads all the time. But back then, we we was looking for them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes sometimes that's how you knew what was going on in the city. Who you know? Who to follow? Who to right. who to yeah. listen to? So that's 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 dope, man. I, just, I love that. Yeah, man. And uh, you know, I mean, shit. You know, back and forth from from here to California. You know, I got a chance to to work with some of the greats. Mm -hmm. You know, I had um, for those of y'all that don't know, you know, I haven't heard the project. Corrupt was on my first album. Mm -hmm. E Forty was on my first mm -hmm. album. OG Player Ham. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Lil Kiki from the South, from mm -hmm. Houston. Um, so. Um, it was just a great experience, bro. Like, yeah. bottom line, the whole situation was great. It was surreal to me because I was still a baby. I was a youngster. Right. And I was around all my idols. Right. You know what I'm saying? I even got a chance to meet Snoop the first time. Snoop was like, I I'll never forget this. I met, I, I was in the studio recording, and uh, Snoop had some stuff he was working on. This is when he had first went with uh, Master P. Okay. And um, his hair was kind of messed up. So I'm like, Snoop, man, I'm big. Snoop was like a god to me. Right. Then. Um, so I'm like Snoop. I'm a big fan, man. I, man, could I just please get a picture? He was like, he was like, don't sweat it, don't sweat it, G. You know, just let me get my hair twisted. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't be doing it like that. But once I get my hair twisted, you got that. I was like, just <laughs> <laughs> like that, bro. And I was like, for sure, Snoop. It was a pleasure to meet you. So I was having episodes like that. You know, what right. I'm saying? at my age when these cats was in their prime, running the world. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That's so that's what I mean when I say it was surreal. But um, so make a long story short, fast forward a little bit. Um, you know, we we then uh, formulated the Survivalists, right? Which was a group that um, you know con uh, consisted of me, my brother, um, and his his brother, which is my brother, preach preach a local, what we called him. He yeah. brought preach in, and then we had sabotage, and then my brother uh, problems. Yeah. So that we had formulated the Survivalists. And um, same type of situation, man, because after the Stressing album, Dwayne and, and Khalid, shout out, rest in peace to Khalid, man, they was like motivated to, to go further. They wanted to go bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we started we, we started moving uh, moving around like to New York. I remember we was getting songs from um, Swiss Beats uh, when he was in his prime, a rough ride <clears> era. <throat> he was in the studio, you know, Swiss Beats was just playing beat after beat, like, which one y'all want? You know what I'm saying? We in the studio snatching beats from Swiss. Mm -hmm. Uh, other studio, Kanye West is in there with the braces on and shit, quiet as a mouse. He, uh, up in the studio, slanging his beats before he got signed to Rockefeller. Right, right, right. right. I was a witness to all of this history, you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. And um, so, you know, back back home, once we got home, you know, a couple years went by, whatever, whatever, we got into that mode, and then things get stale, you know. When you're dealing with situations, when you're a group or in your organization, you're going to have your ups and downs. Of course. That's your yo-yo moments. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it got weird, man. So we, I, I ended up uh, leaving the label, you know, for, okay. for business reasons or whatnot. And then everything kind of went haywire. Everybody went their own way and it didn't work out. After that, I was like, you know, what do I do from here? Mm -hmm. You know, I got all of this exposure. I've had a machine behind me this whole time. And now I ain't got the machine no more. Right. So, so can I hold my own? Mm. What can I do on my own? How much? How much? I'm. What am I? What are my credentials are going, going to do for me from here on out? Right. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I got a little nervous because, you know what I mean. I had never been put in that position, so I didn't have no answer. So, like, like, bro, I took a little, little break. I had to go back to work, figure out what my next move was going to be. I ended up going back to school. 
for okay. musical engineering because I wanted to make sure I kept that craft going. Mm -hmm. I didn't want that to fall off, so I went to school for musical engineering and kept you know kept kept my kept my craft sharp. And then I uh, ended up opening up a recording studio, you know what I'm saying, and um, um, opened up a little independent label called Bassman Entertainment. Mm -hmm. So Bassman Entertainment consisted of just you know underground music, mixtapes. Yeah. Yep. You know, we was out the trunk all the time. I was, a, I was a, beautiful time, man. man. I was a hustler. I, I was a real hustler, though. Yeah, I can't say that about myself. When it came to my music, I was a straight hustler. Then I ran into, I ran into the plug when it came to manufacturing. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Like the the, the product, you know, like yeah. my music, because I was having problems getting my stuff recorded and all of that. And I ran into yo. That was my forte. I was killing yo, the game. Yo, right. pressing. You know Killing what I'm saying? Again. So I was like, bro, <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I want y'all to dive into that, man, because that that time, like, you know what I'm saying, had to be something crazy. You know what I mean? Because this had to be probably what, right around early two thousands, right? Yes, definitely. Because right I, around because, that time. Yeah, because uh stressing dropped in ninety nine. Okay. And then and um Survivalist came and then a few years after that. So yeah, it was like, like early, 03, 04, yeah, it was early right 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do you, so, yeah. Do you guys find it easier or or harder to get music out because of you guys are obviously on live, right? So do you like it better or do you like, you know, doing it and you know, working hard and getting those CDs out to people out at you know, the clubs, at the bars, at the you know, whatever it is. I'm gonna tell you, you this. Know? It, we grit, it was the grit grind, right? Mm. So we did that because that's what we had to do, mm. you know. But the but the objective is to work smarter, not harder. Mm -hmm. So anytime you can do what you what you love to do, and and have an easier route, that's always the the go to. You get what I'm saying? Right. We did what we had to do back in the day because we had no other choice. Right. It was either that or nothing. True. You but do you me? miss? Do you miss it though? Do, do you I miss, miss it? it? Yeah. Do you miss like you know? Uh, kind of like, you know, selling the CDs out of the, the back face, of the trunk, the face, you know, or whatever. Yeah. I appreciate you know? the experience. Yeah. I really do. But it wasn't an easy experience. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you're talking about going to Circle K's. Well, yeah, Circle K when QT's didn't exist back then. You're talking about going to convenience stores and talking to people and you're getting a, a more no's than yeses mm -hmm. and having to have to fight through that. You know what I mean for your career. You know you mm -hmm. fighting for your for your career, mm -hmm. and so you got to talk to people. You got to say you got to deal with people. Say man, fuck off, man. I don't want that shit, man. You got to deal with all of that That's shit. True. Yeah. I was in. I was in. A, you got to deal with all of that world. shit. I was in San Diego. I had. I was booked for the show, and a dude rented a soccer mom van, little Toyota, whatever, Sienna, mm -hmm. whatever. We drive all the way to San Diego, and the show don't happen. So I'm like, I'm like bookie. I'm a hustler with this shit. I'm, I'm, I really move it. And so my thing is, is that, um, and I'm gonna answer your question, but what you just said, niggas be like, I don't hear that shit. I remember I walked up on a nigga in, in San Diego and we were at the Gaslamp District and I'm handing CDs out. I don't even want the money for them because our show went to shit. So, but I still got products. So right. the niggas I'm with want to go to the beach and lay out on the beach. <laughs> right, I'm course. not that nigga. So I'm about to go drop me up at the, at the. I think we was at the outside mall. Remember that outside mall by the pier? And uh, so we were at that mall and then we ended up at, um, then we ended up at, uh, at the, the gas lamp district and I ran into this nigga and I was like, bro, hey man, get that. He was like, hmm. So this is you, huh? I said, yeah, man, I just want you to listen to what I want no money for it. 
Then he rap, huh? Yeah, nigga, I rap, man. Yeah. I just want you to let me hear something. Nigga, you got the whole CD. Oh, you want to spit bars right, right there? I'm supposed to. Nigga, you got yeah, me tapped up. So it is that type of shit you go through. That's why. But I loved it. I loved moving around. And because I like to shake hands and be in person with niggas. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I always believed in driving so you could meet everybody. We would fuck with you at the gas station filling up as we was headed to wherever we was going. We was fucking with you at the at the smoke shop. Mm -hmm. Like if you, if it, so I don't want to fly over everybody I'm supposed to shake hands with. I need to drive through and stop and shake hands with these motherfuckers. Right, right. And I need to have something to give them, whether it's shirts. I remember one time we would leave at a point in time, we'd leave a gas station and everybody there had a Yo Westwood shirt on by the time I left. That's fire. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everybody All there. Right, had I will one. say this to elaborate what bro's saying and to elaborate on your question. That right there is a difference when it comes to the respect that people mm -hmm. have for you. Mm. When they seeing you out there, that that's why that's what separates certain artists from like the new age, you know, just with the real social true. media. Actually, and all right. real for people to see you yeah. for years fighting for your career, right. they got a deep like respect for you when they see you doing your thing because they right. saw how hard you fought for your mm -hmm. for your for your, for your, for your survival mm -hmm. of what you were chasing. You get what I'm saying? Right. But I loved it. I, I loved getting in that truck and or however I was getting there and making that move. I, it, it was a high for me. So so then, do you not? Like the social media aspect? Social as media much. is, like he said, it's a good tool, but there's always a good and bad with shit. So social media is a is a lie. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's going to lie to you. Illusion. Big yeah. time. You faking it until you make it on this motherfucker. Like right now, I can make sure that they see what I want them to see. Mm -hmm. right. That's true. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Where if I'm there and I pulled up at Circle K and real time. I made it real time, mm -hmm. they're going to see me pumping gas. Right. Real time. I didn't have somebody there to pump gas for me. Real hard. Ain't what, you what, what, you what you driving? What I'm really yeah, driving really in real life. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's real life shit. Yeah. And I like real life shit. Yeah. This, what it did was, was that it just gave people, it gave the right people a platform, but it gave the wrong people a platform. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. So now, in order to find a Buki or a Yogue, you got to go through 1,500 dummies. Right. To go and listen to that one song that you thought was the one that you wanted to hear. And we always complain about that. Too. It's, it sucks, bro. And, it, yeah. and it's giving these people a, a platform that they should not have. And it's so oversaturating the market. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Like, yeah. so, so that's the bad part. And then it gets, it makes, it makes it harder. So this is where, this is where Pounding the Pavement hasn't ended. It's still needed. Okay. Because you can do this all day. It's like having more tools to do your job. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Don't don't send me to a fire without a hose. Right. Mm -hmm. So if I have more tools to do my job and I'm actually good, that's a plus for me. Yeah. Right. The bad part is, is I got to go and fuck with 15 dummies. Right. To get to where I'm trying to go. You know what I'm right. saying? Because it's right. saturated. Mm -hmm. So, um, but man, getting in that truck with product, it ain't nothing like it. It was an adrenaline rush. It ain't nothing like it. That, yeah. that, that's what that's what gave me my drive. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah. To go out there and say, I ain't scared of y'all. Yeah. It was it was almost like some people are scared to talk to people. Real right. shit. You that's know what I'm fact. saying? To that's present themselves. Yeah, you know, some people, not everybody can do that. Man. Yeah. Not everybody built for that. But Bro. to go out there and convince somebody that, you know, I'm I'm him. Right. And you need to be a part of this. And you're gonna give me some cash out of your pocket. And, and, it, 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 no, 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 you good. It, what it did was it it 
it it it gave it started to give me a boost of confidence. Mm -hmm. And the more I did it, the the, the more I craved it. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Like I can do this. Like now you really can't tell me I right. can't do this because I did this shit all last week. Right. And I killed it. Mm -hmm. Look. Like like straight up, that's how it was. And that's the contrast between what you see now is you see a lot of these artists making it through the digital space, but then being almost introverts. Like they don't really want to deal with people that way. It's like, let me perform my song. And then let me go hide somewhere because they know nothing about it. Because they don't, they don't know how to get out there. They don't know how. They don't know. They converse it. with people. They and, don't. Yeah. This is a different a time point. we living in. So it's like they only doing what they know. Right. This is their era. Right. And I would love to see Cribs 2023. I think they. I think they bring it back. Nigga, it's gonna show you a whole bunch of broke niggas, man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 niggas ain't there's going to be certain people that aren't going to be on that mother because yeah. they don't yeah. have what it takes to get on there. But if you walk, follow them on here, these niggas is doing the most. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So real life is always the the, the, the better half of what's going on. Yeah, I was going to, you know, I, I just want to say, because I'm 43 mm -hmm. and I remember going to shows, you know, whether it be a big, you know, venue or it didn't matter. It, back in the, like, the 90s, you always had people, even if it was like you went to a rock show, there was hip hop guys outside. If there was hip hop, there was rock guys outside, like, and you know, you got to check this out. Man. And I love that because yeah. you got music, and, and kind of to you guys' point, the oversaturation is really bothersome to somebody who lo I love music, man. I just love consuming music, mm -hmm. right? But you have to go through so much shit to get through what's good anymore. Whereas I felt like when people were actually out giving a CD or, hey, man, you got a couple bucks for this CD or this tape, you know? Yeah, man, sure. Here you go. You know, and, and it was fire, man. It was so good because were like, they were so proud of their product, right. you know? And I just missed that. So that's what kind of where that question came from. You know what? Because I been... really don't care for social media gotcha. in a sense because it, it, to kind of prove your point. It, you have to go through so much stuff right. to find somebody to find that, that's that you're like, to. oh, this actually is pretty good. To the point to where you get exhausted yes. and you yeah. don't want to do it anymore. Yes. Right, man. That's a yeah. fact. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. So. It's, it's crazy, man. Um, this, whole, this whole rap game thing is, uh, is, is, is draining. It's, it's, it's fucking... It, it takes the last breath out of you, my nigga. It, it really, really does. And I've been blessed to where I ain't rich. Please don't. I'm not saying that whatsoever. But I'm, I'm, I've been blessed. I'm good. Right. And so I've been able to not worry about the money side of it. Okay. My mine was always just listen to me. Right. So I'm, I wasn't at Circle K's money selling the shit. I was giving it to you. Right. Like, please just And I'm giving you... A packaged situation that looks like something that would cost you thirteen dollars at circles. Right, right. You know, right. it's 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 double sided. It's the clear case. It's the mm -hmm. fat one. Right, you can undo it. Right. I got credits. You know, the old yeah, credits got a little poster. You know, here. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is what I'm giving you. Talk that. Giving you. Right. You know what I'm saying. I done. I had a show with uh with uh King T back in okay twelve. It might have been like eleven, and um. We pulled up and we were in Whittier, and I had three other guys with me from Arizona. 
And we pulled up. We were in Whittier, and I knew nothing about Whittier. And uh, so where the show was at, we had a hotel right there. Wow. And so then um, I was like, I got to get to where my people is at because I got a box full of product. Right. <clears throat> I got to get to where my people are at. So we end up at this smoke shop. Mm. And I'm sitting outside of this smoke shop, and it was none but white people walking in the mm-hmm. smoke shop. Not, I'm half white, so you steal my people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Anyways. They walk, you know, it, it just, I wasn't finna give them this, this rap music. It just right. wasn't clicking. One nigga walks up. Finally. Bro, we are sitting out front of this damn, uh, uh. It's Whittier. Bro. Yeah, yeah. Smoking, drinking. We having a great time. And it's yeah. just us three. Yeah. Like, we ain't met nobody. We ain't nothing, right? We getting ready for this show. So, long story short, this dude walks up. And I'm in all black. My partner's is in all black. And he's blooding me up one side down the other. And I won't hit him back with none of that gangbang shit. I just keep calling him bro or blah, 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 blah. So then I was like, uh, where are you going? And he was like, oh, you can't go where I'm going. I was like, why? He was like, could you not like me? And I'm like, I know what he's talking about. He's a blood. I'm right. right. You, you can read it. So he's telling me you can't go with me. And I'm like, nah, nigga, I'm going with you, bro. Where are we going? This nigga takes me to the jungles, my nigga. God, man. To the jungles. One way in, one way out, bro. They flamed up. They out there doing their thing. Bro, when I left the jungles, I had 15 of them niggas come with me to the King T show. That's fire. Man. That's real life. That's hands on. That's that fire. That's bravery. And, I, and, and, and that's, oh, one thing, that's one thing that's that I'm never, I just, I'm, I'm not better, I mean, better than anybody else. I bleed like you do. So I can't, I can't be scared of a nigga that bleeds like I bleed. Like, right. I don't understand that. Did what he are you scared of? God, sir? A hundred percent. And he kept That's me. why he went to the jungle. Right. And he kept me. Amen. There's many, That's many, many issues That's that could have happened the places I go. Like, like I can't take certain niggas with me because I know where I'm about to go. Right. And you don't know how to act. Right. You know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of niggas that like, I love to death, but you can't go with me, my nigga, because right. you're going to get us killed. I'm not. I'm not finna get us killed. It's not gonna happen. I'm not. I'm not dying. Bombay ain't coming to the jungle. He's not coming you. to the jungle. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You gonna stay in? Well, yeah. You might have to stay in the room. room. Yeah. But yeah, of, man. <laughs> to kind of end on, um, like the. Do you guys like that the physical copies are coming back? You know, it like blew me away. And even yeah. tapes are even coming back. I'm seeing. Now, from too. that era. So yeah, I'm in Utah. I'm in Utah for Christmas. And my wife's cousins would be her grandson, who's like 18. Okay. This fool is running around trying to find, he's buying up all the old vinyls. That's not Of LL Cool J's, Easy E's, uh, name somebody. You know, it's all old school music. The other day I was driving down the street and it's, uh, I just hear, uh, 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 dun, 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 who is that? Spice One. Spice One. I hear Spice One, and I'm like, somebody beating the shit out there, right? So I look to my right, and it's this kid, and I mean kid, in this big-ass truck. He got all the windows down. Dong, 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 dong. And I said, hey, man, turn that shit down. He was like, what's up? I said, what do you know about right, Spice right, One? Right, 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 right. This nigga said, oh, my God, he put me on him. And then the light changed, and we went on about our business. But no, this shit's coming back. With a vengeance. Mm, yeah. Check this out. Cats in the, uh, in California, they rep, they they gravitate more to the old West Coast sound than the new school sound. Yeah. Uh, West Coast sound. Yeah. Osama, there's a new you guy out right saying? now named Osama, and that sound that they're putting out is 
my shit in 93. Yeah. The beat is, is bookie in 93. You know what I'm saying? That's paying homage. That's that's 100% paying homage. Niggas in LA is going back to Jerry Curls, House Shoes, yes. and Dickies, bro. Yes. That shit's coming back, and I fucking love it. Yes. Because I'm too. never, I told my wife, I'm almost 50. I'm 47 years old. I told my wife, I said, do you think I'm still going to have braids at 55? She was like, yes. Am I still going to be wearing t-shirts and jeans? Yes, you are. Yeah, I mean, I tell you my are. wife all the time, I'll, I'm going to have Dickies to the day I die. Like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's a way of life. you know what I mean? It's a way of life, man. Matter of fact, we had a, we had a funny story, man. Uh, we had an award show to go to not uh, at the beginning of last year, beginning of 2022. Mm -hmm. And I legit was trying to find me like, a dicky suit, a full like a like a full blown like I was. It's difficult these days. I can't, no, you can't find it, bro. I still got mine. I, I, I was telling him, I'm like, I'm, I'm going, I'm going. It's like a light skin ice cube. Like mm -hmm. that's what we doing. Like mm -hmm. everybody wants to put their suits on. You gotta go to like the uh, like the construction uh, warehouses. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. That's what I need. To. I still got shit that with with the print on the back and the. I got when I my first album I dropped was called Westbound I Ten, and I have a dicky suit. But the, the the shirt says huge as fuck. Westbound I ten the album. Um, and the, I'm a fucking billboard as big as I am. Mm -hmm. That thing is I still got it. I got another one that says AZ up. That's my thing, AZ up. Mm -hmm. So I keep my dickies, bro. I'm I'm keeping them. And I think I just wore one of them the other day. I used to just to give you a quick image. A visual how I used to look in high school. I used to have a big fro like Snoop Dogg. <laughs> okay. It's high school, freshman year, right? I used to wear the muscle shirt with the dickies and the house shoes mm -hmm. going to high school. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what, that was my look. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and, and it was like that on the regular. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm used to that that attire. You know okay. what I mean? So I'm gonna fuck you up. Totally different. When I was a when I was a freshman, I thought I was a gang member in a school that didn't have a gang. Okay. So I was the nigga. Right. I had the football team thinking we was Crips. Stupid shit. Then I get kicked out of there, end up in a real gang infested school, South Mountain High School. Right. And I didn't want to play that shit. I was scared of that shit. Like, this is real over here. They not playing. So I went to boom, stickity, boom, stickity, bum, bum. <laughs> I, had the, I, had the, I had the cross colors. You know what I'm saying? With the boots and shit. Yeah, okay, and okay. By about, I don't know, my... my uh, junior year is probably when I started the the t-shirts and the dickies and all that good shit. But yeah, I was I didn't dress like this in high school, not at all. Not at all. Not since, at all. since we're kind of here, yeah. What do you guys think of of hip hop today? The the state of hip hop today. Do you like where it's at? Well, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> why not? <laughs> I'll tell you why I don't. Okay. The reason why I don't is because artists are afraid. To be themselves, mm. you understand. That's the truth. Coming from our era, you had to be yourself. It was like a, it was like a Apollo effect. Mm. We wasn't, we wasn't, we wasn't dealing with no nonsense. You couldn't just come with no regular shit. If you wasn't gangster, you might, you might not want to play with that. Just be yourself. You get right. what I'm saying? Because right. you don't get checked. Right. So you don't want to play around with that. Leave that alone. Be right. yourself. There, but there was a conscious era where they weren't afraid to be themselves. Back right. When I was growing up. That's you know what I'm saying? I was, I was a fan of conscious rap. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, uh, shit. I mean, you know when 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 Q-Tip and the boys. You know what I'm saying? A tribe called Quest was doing their thing. You know, we come from the hood, land of the gang. Well, West 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 Coast, but you know, we come from a gang bang era. You know what I'm saying? So so we wasn't hearing that all the time. 
we was hearing uh, E Forty, we was hearing Too Short, right. we was hearing NWA. You know that was in our hoods. But Tribe Called Quest, I, I love Tribe Called Quest. I love Most Def, Talib, Kweli, Common. I was fucking with all of them. Mm -hmm. But these days, it's more about um, what's selling. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like as far as labels are concerned, mm -hmm. that's fine. You know when they when they got artists that 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 are involved with them. They're not saying, you know what, you got full creative control. I signed you because I believe in you, like they did DMX. You know, they DMX, you DMX, you do whatever you want to do. That's why we signed you. They don't do that no more. It's it's like mm. this is what we need from you. We need this auto tune. These are the type of sound. I mean, type of songs that we need you to create. And and this is how we're going to market you. Mm. So it's no creative control for the artist. Therefore, you hear a uh, Google. Uh, uh, artist that sounds oh, like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all no, copy. it's, it's all, all copycat. Oh, and you no, can't yeah. and you can't differentiate. No, this, yeah. was, this, this was something that was really big in my time. I knew where you was from just by how you rap. Exactly. You had a Period. sound of where you went, and now Period. everybody's from Detroit doing drill music. Everybody, Period. even the little nigga that we was just talking about, Osama, uh, with the new West Coast beats. He still got that Detroit drill sound. Mm. That's what I don't like about it. Okay, little nigga hard. It's his, but the one thing I do like about it is he's saying something. He's not saying dumb shit like the rest of these niggas. Right. But it's not. Uh, it's it, I, you probably wouldn't know he was from L.A. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because he sounds like he's doing the Detroit drill. Think shit. about it. Public Enemy. I said mm -hmm. again. N.W.A. Mm -hmm. I say L.L. Cool J. I say Run D.M.C. I say Houdini. I say Queen Latifah. I say M.C. Light. Um, M.C. Shan. Did any of these individuals sound like that? The no, next artist, no, all no. of them had right. their own sound. Yeah, right? Rest my case. Rest my case. Yeah, and that's what I don't and like, like about the scene. And, and I never thought about what he was saying about why it's like that. It's it's made to be like that. Oh, it's yeah, made to be like that. So, mm -hmm. so when so at this point, niggas that really do their own thing, no matter how big you got, you're pretty much underground. Yeah. Right. You're pretty much gonna stay underground because right. you won't conform to what the industry wants. What the industry is asking you to do. That's you know a fact. Mm -hmm. That's a fact. And I, I never will. I'm never gonna try to. Nigga, I ain't gonna lie. I done got in the studio and tried to auto tune. I'm not gonna lie to you. I done got in there and been lied to and said it sounded great and get back there the next day and hurry up and delete it because I can't believe I even played with the shit. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, right. Right. so. I've tried to conform, not, I'm not going to say conform, but I've tried to do something different and I'm just calling it what I do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My, my voice works for what I do. Yeah. His voice works. I don't want to hear Buki try to sound like me. Right. And I know damn well he don't want me to come in with the real slow, low voice and real calm. And I'm right. not him. Right. He's the calm one. I'm finna get on there. Nigga, mm -hmm. let's get loud. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm just, I'm just, Bomb at what I do, so I'm not gonna. I'm never gonna be able to make that switch, bro. So it's not gonna happen. And you don't want to. I I, I tried. That's the thing. Some of us are comfortable making that switch. I bro. tried oh, it. Just wow. it just wow. like what you want me to do? What the hell? Y'all tap that for you. Tap that. You want me to go here? I go here too. I uh, think this nigga had the industry. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a lot of tap dancing going on, man. Tap dancing. You know what I mean? It's a lot of tap dancing. And, 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 you know, all jokes aside, I think, I think that's why, I think that's why this, this uh, you know, getting, getting into the project, man, this,
just the snippets of the stuff that we've been, you know, hearing over social media, uh, you know what I'm saying, it's been incredible. And I, I, I really, and I was telling him actually before you guys came through, I said, I really love that it's you two guys that's really putting this project together because, like you just said, the energy, right? The contrast and how you guys uh, attack it, things it works so good. is so it beautiful. Works. Like, you got this calm energy with you, but then you got this hype energy with you, and it just works. And then you guys are, are doing something that, as I tell him and I tell everybody, I'm Big West. I'm West, West, Westy. Like, I, if it's West Coast, even if it's kind of whack, I might still like it a little bit. I'll put you on that. You know what I'm saying? I might. If the beat slap, give me a pass. There's a little bias. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might not be lyrical, but I'm like, man, that nigga was spitting some shit, man. Like, for real. He wasn't saying a motherfucking thing. But, man, that shit. So, I love the fact that you guys are bringing that back, as well as shining a light and showcasing the OGs. And I've seen, you know, snippets of interviews. Uh, with you guys and really talking about who's on the project and really saying it's not a it's not a boogie and a, and a yo right. project. This is a this is a OG Arizona project. That's right. So talk to us. Let's let's get into the project. Talk to us about what people are to expect from this project. How long it may be. Let's get into it. <laughs> um, we can flip a coin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the project is probably going to be about no less than about fourteen tracks on the on the album. Okay. Um, it, you named everybody already. The okay. only one that you named that's not on there is Richie Evans, and um, it's coming. Okay. So I've already been in contact with him. Uh, he's he's moving so big and bad. Yeah, right now. He's active right now. Yeah, I don't even want to represent the city, right? Now. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. So you got to let him do him. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, for so, sure. So it'll come. It'll come. It's coming. Um, we've already. It's already in talks. But um, Willie Northpole, I Rock, uh, uh, Buki, me, OTS, Captain Mac, uh, Charlie West, Charlie West, Case Swiss, Hero, Miss Veen. I'm trying Checking to check songs. Checking traps. Oh, nice. Jay Mello. Black Monroe. Akeven Griffin. Nice. Black Monroe. AZ Friday. Um. Man. Who else we got? We got uh, like Socrates, the Duns, Casey, the General, Bam, from back in the days. Um, Scooter Thomas, Scooter Thomas, Dirty Dog, Bombay, Bombay on there. Um, we got a uh, shit man. It's, and it's, and, uh, and you, you notice all these names that we naming, uh, like a lot of people who are probably even listening. Some probably know who we talking about, but a lot. Don't right, and that's another reason why we put in this project. It, it, it means something to do it that. Means something for y'all to do y'all history on y'all forefathers. That's what that came before mm -hmm. y'all. See, everybody wants to look at Arizona like we don't have that culture here. Right. What's the Arizona sound? And you know they're so worried about an Arizona sound. And right. I'm Arizona, my nigga. It's all over me. I'm Arizona. I'm not nothing else. Right. And I bang West Coast. Right. And we don't have no water here. You know what I'm saying? There ain't no water. We're not on no kind of coast. But that's what raised me. I'm glad you said mm -hmm. that. That's what raised me, yeah. and that's what I pay homage to. I mean, our entire culture is LA. I mean, just really look at it. Mm. We don't, we're not down south. We're not east coast. So the culture is here. It's been here. We just don't pay homage to it. Right. We don't pay homage to the ones that laid it to where the clubs know that we can make money off of an artist that needs to debut his shit. Right. 
you know, the clubs aren't scared of that no more. Because we did that. We showed you that we can do that. Right. So now, little nigga, you can go to the club and negotiate the door. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So who did that for y'all? Who the fuck did that for y'all? You know, we did. We know? did. And every nigga on this motherfucking album did for you. You know what I'm saying? So that's what has to be. You got to pay homage to to the to the forefathers of what look, check this out. the road. Check this out. Even I rock. Even he even he tried to solidify for us by separating that because he is right. LA's right there, and that's what we knew, right? Fifth so Coast. We, we, he tried Fifth Coast. Right. Damn right. I rock. I thought that was a good bro. He, he introduced Brilliant. that to the city, Fifth Coast. Cash should be screaming that shit all day. All day. That should exactly. be a thing like how motherfuckers throw up the dub mm -hmm. from California. Right. Motherfuckers should be mm -hmm. throwing up the five here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's I a great point. That, mm -hmm. that was, was a great genius. point. And even I, as I was going back and listening to, you know, some of the older tracks, you know, like the Soldier and, and, and uh, what is it? Uh, gang, it's, it's a the game. Some of those. Oh, and you guys were, were screaming the Fifth Coast all over projects back then, right? So. That's a great point. You know what I'm saying? And I, and again, I'm glad that you guys are doing this because there is so much history. You know what I'm saying? That mixtape era where you guys were not dropping mixtapes. Let's just be honest about it. You guys were dropping projects. Projects. Like these were albums. They used to ask me. three albums. They used to ask me. They used to ask me. I correct the niggas so fast on that mixtape shit. Right. Because I've never dropped a mixtape. Right. Every song I got is original. Right. Like everything I put out was original. I know the producer. I paid for it. I I made it. You know, whatever. You're not getting this on YouTube. Right. I'm about to download this shit. You know what I'm saying? I didn't do that. Right. You know, it was real. We didn't have that, as a matter of fact, back in the day. No. You couldn't do that shit. No. You know, you better find the instrumental somewhere if you could. Oh, man. You know. Long wired it up. Or, or, or the single cassette that might have came with the instrumental. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. record over that motherfucker. But, yeah. Yeah. Full projects. I don't know if you've ever did a mixtape. I've done plenty. I have done. I've never done a mixtape. Yeah, I've done. You know, you. So I'm better than you now. You, yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you done. Uh, you, you, no, you, you package some of my shit. Some of my. Oh, I package a whole lot of your shit. Base, yeah. uh, basement. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Some of those mixtape. Most of those mixtape. <clears throat> okay. Mixtape. Okay. Yeah, I didn't do the mixtape thing, but I didn't do the mixtape thing because I had the, I had a studio and I knew how to do what I was doing. Right. So I didn't have, and I made beats. So I didn't have my whole first album was all me. Like I didn't want you telling me shit. Okay. Like, you couldn't have came in there and said, "Bro," and I wish I would let somebody do that. Oh God, I would. Cause I listen to that shit now, like nigga. Right, right, right. You did that. Right, right. But I didn't. I didn't. So my whole first album, I produced every beat. I recorded it. I engineered it. I, 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 I. My second album, I kind of opened up a little bit, and then, then I got wrapped up with Young Wax. Okay. And me and that nigga did a compilation album together, Sorry, four albums. <clears throat> but still, what what I learned from that was that nigga made me better. Like I, I we was in it was the friendly competition thing. Like I ain't gonna let this nigga shit on me. Right. I'm not gonna do it. So every song, it's like me and this nigga was trying to prove something to right. each other. So oh, Mario, lyrics, yeah, uh -huh. lyrics are ridiculous on that that the situation. It's ridiculous. It's funny. And that's when I realized, nigga, two hands clap better than one. Why are you sitting around here trying to that's make a sound by yourself? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Get with a nigga, point. man. Fuck with somebody. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's what you know. So as far as the sound, and so I got two questions. What can we expect as far as the sound, production wise? And then 
when do you guys expect it to come out? Truthfully. Or is there no real date right now? Well, the single dropping on the 21st of this month. Okay. So the for, single, the for the culture. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. The we'll be dropping that video, all that, so to represent the whole project, you know, as a whole. Okay. So drop in February 21st. Okay. You guys got a video already shot to it? There yeah, we, we was looking at the edits yesterday. The 21st. Yeah, so. The video's ridiculous, ridiculous. It's a, it's ridiculous. a Friday remake. Oh, really? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Guess who y'all playing? Just guess. Think about it. In Friday. Friday number one, the first one. Uh, I can't think of the name, but I'm thinking ice cream truck, bro. Yep. Um, yeah, big worm. Yeah. All right, okay. Big worm. Big worm. Thank I pulled you. Up in the, I pulled up in the rag yeah. top and dropped the ass and threatened yeah. me. Oh, that's hard. <laughs> I love that shit. That's hard. That's it, though. That shit was crazy. That's hard. I play Ice Cube. So mm -hmm. I got the mean. That makes sense. You know what I'm saying? And my, my, my boy. Then, uh, 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 shout out to Planet Paul. Planet you know Paul in space mud. This I'm nigga, talking about to the T. You thought really? he was Smokey, bro. You really right, did. He did it. He did we got him in the chicken coop. We got him. We got him great uh, job, trying to count man. the money out to me, and he flips it over and keeps counting. Just a great job. And you know he acts and looks exactly like this nigga. So there's a video coming out on the 21st. On the 21st. So everything's driving on the 21st. I can't wait. Yeah, I can't wait. Sound wise, bro, I'm, I can't say it's an Arizona sound. It's just it's a mixture. It's just motherfucking hard. Just slappers. It's just slappers, bro. It's okay. just, I just can't. It's a mixture, man. Like, when I hear it, I, I hear West all over it. You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, like the essence of, uh, of where we come from. So you're going to hear that. But it's a mixture of, like, a variety of different styles. Okay. Because not everybody, like I said, with, with our era, everybody was trying to sound like them. Right. Mm -hmm. They weren't trying to sound like him or him. So know, it really beat, brought flavor to it. So it got a mixture of flavors to it. Yeah, a lot of flavor. And the other thing about this, how, how, it, how it panned out was a lot of these niggas wasn't even in the lab together. Okay. No. It was find the beat. Can you shit on it? Shit on it. And then we'll go from your verse and go get somebody to do a hook. Okay. But hold on, hold on. It, it, was, it was worse than that. We needed these niggas to diarrhea. On that motherfucker. Because I would, because I would, uh, because I We both kind of, I'll cut you, right? I'll cut you. If it didn't work, you got cut, bro. So there are some shit that just, diarrhea. You know, so there's, there's shit that didn't make it. I don't want to say they didn't make it. I just did it didn't fit the vibe of the album. Okay. Mm -hmm. It might have been the wrong beat. That's fair. Yeah. It might have been there. We put the wrong something on there. I'm not going to sit there and act like everything we touch is gold. So I was well, I like that, go ahead, go ahead. No, I just I like that though, man, because a lot of people don't admit that they that they will cut stuff. Oh, you know what I mean? Because man. like be like, oh, oh man, that, that's 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 my guy. He's on there anyway. You don't even it remember doesn't this. sound right. Bro. You don't even I got remember this. Scissors in my back pocket, yeah. right? <laughs> I have a song called. Uh, Shit. I have a song called Big Boss Hog. It was my first single I ever dropped. Do you remember being on that song? What song was it? Big Boss Hog. It was yeah, 48th Street. Yeah. You know you're not on the song Big no more. Big Boss Hog. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I, I cut Bookie years yeah. ago before we was even this I remember that. I remember that. Not that he didn't. It wasn't about Bookie. It was just, nah, it's got to be my song. Right. I got yeah, oh, right. That's but, all. But, but hold on, hold on. Did I cry about it? No. Fuck no. Right. Fuck you no. got some emotional, and we can talk about that later, though. Yeah. Emotions, <laughs> emotions run amok with it when we come to cut. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, it's going to be. Emotions run amok. I hope it does surprised how these rappers act when they get cut. I hope they don't like me no more. Like like <laughs> but I, I, I just, I'm just waiting for it. I'm waiting for the, you cut me. I can't believe it. Or you didn't call me. Or why ain't I on it? Or, you know. And I can't. 
I can't be responsible for every fucking rapper that thinks they're a rapper and should be right. debuted on this. Right. <clears throat> I didn't tell nobody no unless you were under 40. Okay. If you was under 40, I, I didn't want you on this. This wasn't for you. Right. We got something in the plans for that any damn way. Right. But that was the only person I said you couldn't get on if you was under that age. So niggas right. would call. And if you didn't call me, I'm sorry that I didn't think about you while we was there brainstorming. Right. But that doesn't mean you couldn't have got on. You could have hit me and I could have, oh, my bad. Let's send you this beat and let's see if it worked. But if they didn't hit, I just really don't want to hear about it. I don't want to hear... Uh, why should we have an issue with that when you could have? Right. There shouldn't be no issue with that. because oh, there will be. There will be. I know, but there shouldn't be, though. Because yeah. it's this... You hear it all the time, man. There's stuff that people will... And it's just like, man, that just doesn't match up. It you just know? doesn't work. You know? And then also, two people will try to compete against each other as well, which you'll, which you'll hear. Mm. You know? And you'll be like, well, that doesn't make sense. Mm. Like, be on the song together. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Match right. each other. Right. You know, don't try to outperform because you'll hear that sometimes. People mm -hmm. trying to outperform somebody. Else. Yeah, no, you're right. And, and, and a lot of it has to do with, with emotions, once again. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with a business, if you're a businessman and somebody tells you to your face, you know, you didn't make the cut, you should look them right back in their face and say, okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? Let me right. know we can do some more business. And, you know, if, I got, if you got another slot for me, it's that that is rare, it's, but it's that easy. Exactly, but it, but but the game mm -hmm. is like a lot of cats ride off of emotion, so they take it personal. Mm -hmm. and, and this is a business. A lot of times, people can't separate the two. Can't if I'm kicking it with you, we laugh. Ah, oh, you crazy man? What's up, man? You going over there this week? I said you didn't. Boom, boom. That's personal to them, right? Mm -hmm. Which it is. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people can't shut that off when it comes to time they do business. Right. When you yeah. put your business hat on, right. they're still personal. They still got their personal hat on. So when you coming at them different, mm -hmm. and then you say something that they don't want want to hear, right. all of a sudden you different, or you shady, or you mm -hmm. you 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 funny style, or you this or you that, because you didn't take the time out to switch hats. Mm -hmm. Ain't got shit to do with me. You right. understand? So right. catch up. So yeah. and, and and we deal with that when people get let down. They don't people don't want to hear the word no. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know how to handle they it. They don't know how to react to it. They don't know how to react yeah. to it. That's a fact. So these <clears throat> so, so we're dealing with a bunch of individuals who do not want to put that hat on mm -hmm. because they can't accept rejection. You understand? I can accept rejection. You know why I, you know why I can accept rejection? Because I grew up around gangsters. Right. No filters. Mm. You understand? The motherfucker said, nigga, that shit is whack. The fuck is that? Nigga, take that shit off this record. Ain't and you have to sit there and deal with that shit. I'm yeah. around gangsters, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Boom, that shit is garbage, nigga. What you sleep in, yeah. motherfucker? That's the wackest shit I ever heard. Yeah. And niggas talking to me like that coming up. Right. That's the era I grew up in, right? Right. So you had to you had to build tough skin. You had to build alligator skin. You know what I'm saying? These niggas would be so hard. You say some shit like that, they'll kill your ass. They get, oh, so, yeah. they get yeah, so emotional. Pop, right, motherfucker there. Right, right. <laughs> Pow. And the, and, the, and, the, and the crazy thing about all that, too, is like the, the music's Bitch recorded. Ass. Bitch ass. You know what I'm <laughs> <laughs> Eat that with your bitch ass. Oh, man. Bad people. But, like, you know, the crazy shit about that is that <clears throat> the music's recorded. So even if you didn't make the cut, who knows, man? Six months, a year down the line, that's a whole nother project. But now because you done whined about it, and when you cried about it, now you now you off now you off the next one and the next one and the next mm -hmm. one. Mm -hmm. Like y'all might have a whole nother project mm -hmm. based on this one. Exactly. Right. 
But, you know, so yeah, it's, it's tough. Be a man. Exactly. A lot of that comes from youngsters growing up with no father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're too emotional. Yeah. They got more of their mama in them than they daddy. So when, when a man, so when a man come at you and tell you like it is, you get emotional because you you didn't have your father around you to say, man, shut your ass up. Right. Stand up. Right. You know, you yeah. you, you, could, you never felt that, that vibration in your body as a youngster. And that is a, 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 a great fact, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, I mean, I grew up with no father. You understand? So I grew up in, a, in an environment where if that sensitivity, if you wreaked any of that, You'll get your ass whooped. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. You get stomped. You get slapped, punched, socked. Right. Hit in the chest. Punk ass nigga. Right. So so the so the streets was my father. The streets taught me how to be a man. You right. get what I'm saying? Right. But not everybody got that that ass That's whooping right. from the streets. You get me? Real shit. So when did you guys did you guys have a time frame when this was coming up? So is it this year? Oh yeah. Can you say that? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. It's gonna it's gonna be soon. It's gonna be real soon. Okay. But um, I am a single fanatic. I I I play this game like poker, and I don't show my whole hand. You said something about that. Yeah, I don't want to show my whole hand because if you don't have, it's all it's all in in how you do it. And if you don't have the means to know how to drop a full album, mm -hmm. then it's dead in the water in two, three weeks to thirty days. You know, so nobody's talking thirty about days the tops. Yes, because I think it's important to even. Keep it going after the fact, too. Because like, what happens, man? People drop projects, right? They drop a single, maybe two, right? Before the project comes out. Project comes out, then dead. Then mm -hmm. you'll hear nothing mm -hmm. for, like, two years. You're mm -hmm. like, what happened? This so, project was fired. More people need to keep hearing it. Drop at least two or three more singles and a couple visuals to go along with can it. Can I say something about that? Yeah, man. Yeah. One of the reasons why that's such a... Uh, uh, regular thing is because artists don't have a business mind right, right, to right, to right. have some type of game plan right. on how their project is going to be laid out. Mm -hmm. right. They they go in the studio excited to do music, and then mm -hmm. once the project is done, there's this question of now what? Right. And then most artists suffer from that. You know, they get the shit done, and then it's now what? And then you sit back, you got a project, you want the you want the world to hear it so bad. To where you just put it out immediately and then you get the same reaction. You get the same effects. Whereas an individual like me, yo, or anybody else who bought their business, they understand the thing that you said about singles and mm. milking it and all of that. If you put those things into, into perspective when you come to, to putting out a project, then you'll get better results. Right. That's just how the shit goes. Mm -hmm. right. A lot of these artists are doing songs and putting out projects for their aunties and their uncles and their homeboys <laughs> right. and motherfuckers who showing them love on social media. Right. See what when, you know how you know how I run my social media? I focus on everybody outside of who I know. That's <clears throat> who I'm trying to reach. Right. I don't feed into my little baby Social right. media emoji circle with the right. fires and the hey you killing it, book. Right. I already got them. Right. So we, if we, if I'm trying to grow and get and, and, and really touch the world, I have to put them to the side and focus on complete strangers. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these artists don't take the time out to do that. That's so yeah, right. That is. Yep. It's a great point. And they don't. They don't even. They don't. Like you said, it's the business mind of it. And I don't even claim to be business minded, but I think you are more than you think that you are. But it's man. not you rocket science either. I, but <laughs> I, guess I, would, it is, huh? I would disagree with you though okay. because. I really think a lot of people, and 
this goes with a lot of business. It's not just, you know, music. and A lot of people just can't see what to do with whatever it is. Like, even if you've made something, what do I, what do, I do with this? It's done now. What do I do with it? Right. You don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? Right. So mm -hmm. you do have the bit business mindset of, oh, okay, let's let's drop this single on the 21st. Okay? We're dropping visuals with it. Let's ride this for about a month. I don't know. That's exactly what the You know what do. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. yeah and then, okay. You need a record company. And then, okay, then let's, do it. <laughs> let's drop another one, in, you know, towards exactly. the end of March. That's, that's the plan. You know, with visuals. That's okay? the plan. Let, let people feel this. You know what I mean? And then... You drop the prop, whatever it is. How I, mean, I have an album know? that I have not I dropped. It's called I'm Him, and I put it together in 2017. Okay. So anything you've seen from me from 2017 to now is all on one album that I've never dropped, but there's visuals and singles yeah. and the whole nine to it. Mm -hmm. And and I milked it, and I milked it, and I milked it. Now, I, I should have dropped the damn album. Don't get me wrong. Right. Um, other things happen with me. Yeah. Um, but... It's uh, it, it's the build up to the finale. You know what I'm saying? And so I just cannot give you all my eggs right now. Right. I can't show you my. There, what game are we playing? If you know what I have in my hand, you know right. what I'm saying. I don't know what right. game is that. So you can't do that. So our plan is we're gonna drop this one on the 21st. I sent you guys three different songs, mm -hmm. and um, they're no in no order of how they're gonna be dropped. These are just songs that I know that are done. Okay. And I believe that every song on this album is potentially a single. It's worthy. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter to me. I don't think it's going to matter how we drop or what we drop next because mm -hmm. they're all fire. Uh, every one of them are. And um, it just has to be done that way. It's yeah. got to be dropped that way. I got another point real quick. Patience. Yeah. Time. Right? Yes. When, you put a, when you put a problem, when you put a song out, Artists in their mind, they put a record out, and then when they get tired of it, it's over. They want to move to the next record because they so are. That's the why you of the get record. artists that wake up every fucking day and have a have a microphone and a and a and a, and a little uh, mixer, and they're making their music last night, and today it's dropped. Yeah. And that's every fucking day. Why, nigga? How do you drop a song every day? Right. You didn't even drop it right. You put no promotion behind it. There's no visuals. Right. There's no absolutely nothing. And all you did was drop it. You didn't even take the 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 what's it called the link and flood everybody's inbox with right, shit. Right, right. Like you did nothing. And then when you drop it, a lot of artists don't realize that the music that song don't belong to you anymore. It belongs to the world. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So with the patience. Uh, putting the record out and then getting tired of it. If you don't have that concept in your head that who gives a shit about your, you being tired of the record mm -hmm. and you realizing that the world is very big and it takes time for people to catch on, get, get word of that the song is even out, all of that. You got to give all of that time. Yeah. And, and, and a lot of artists don't think like that. Right. And that's why they lose and they can come back with the same results because they're not patient enough because they are too impatient with trying to get there. Like, homie, Calm down. Slow down. You right. know what I'm saying? Think about what you're doing. Take care of your record. When you put a song out, like we used to do, go out there and fight for your career. Work right. You know what I'm saying? You guys have that from, from experience of being in the streets and doing that. You know what I'm saying? Where now it's it's everything so popcorn and social media, and that's where they're getting wrapped into how things are today. 
And you're absolutely yeah. right in the way that they need to do that. But going back to having to hit the streets, having to work for your brand, for your sound, when you don't have to do that, you don't understand. It's just like, and you got to remember, too, it's the algorithms of shit, too, right? Mm-hmm. I always say this. We put out posts sometimes that we won't get no hits. Year later, we'll get, and like, he'll call me and be like, bro, did you see the such and such video? That motherfucker just hit like 100 in an hour. Like, what? I don't know. Somebody got it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So to your, yeah. to your guys' yeah. point, mm-hmm. you never mm-hmm. know. Like, mm-hmm. D Smoke dropped, dropped an album that his debut album, he ran it for two, two years. years. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kept dropping singles. Mm-hmm. Dropped a deluxe version. Mm-hmm. Had a still waiting. And then dropped another one. And he's still working that album from damn near a year and a half ago. So to your guys' point, that is the way to go. And, and it's I'll easy. work until tell you, man, I will work a song until you just can't work it no more. Right. Like, you remember that... Uh, uh, what's his name with the with the dead eye? Uh, Fetty Wap. Fetty, Fetty Wap. Yeah. Baby, say hello. Do you know they they? If I'm not mistaken, they 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 pushed that record for uh, for over a year, just that one song until it hit. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and and that was the, one of the biggest songs in the world when mm-hmm. it hit. But the fact that they stayed on that one record is the point that I'm making when yes. it comes to patience. Mm-hmm. If you know that your that your record you know got traction, it got it got engagement or whatnot, then focus on your analytics. And that's another point. Individual like artists don't want to do the behind the scenes. They don't want to focus on algorithms. They don't want to focus on analytics. They don't want to keep track of the progress that they're getting in one week and then the second week. Look at the progress. And seeing if the progress is better than last week. And all of this shit that I'm saying right now is blowing their minds now. Just right. by listening to it. Right. Right. They don't want to do it. You get what I'm right. saying? Right. But that's work. the key to it's your work. success, yeah. man. Yeah. You got to focus on that. We are yeah. in the music business, man. This ain't this ain't the rap business. Right. This right. is the music industry. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, and at the end of the day, I've said for years, is that niggas put the music before the business. I'm not in the music business. I'm in the business of music. Mm -hmm. So my business has to come first. Yes. And I didn't know that in the beginning. I just had it and I was giving it to you. I didn't know. I didn't even register my shit back in the days. I didn't know nothing about that shit. Right. And so that's because I was just into the music. I was hype. I was like, I got it. And then when the shit starts happening and you're you're not making no money, nigga, shit is weird. well, nigga, that's because you didn't do your business. Right. Mm-hmm. So why do you keep, why would you put the, the, McDonald's ain't in the hamburger business. They're in the business of burgers. Right. Their that's business right. is right at that from day one. Yeah. You know, so if these little niggas don't know that, holler at me. I'll, I'll teach you a little bit. It's going to cost you a little bit. Right. There you go. Yeah, I'll right. teach you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So before we get on out of here, man, is there anything that we, uh, that we miss? Um, obviously, uh, for the culture, man, coming out real soon. Don't know when, but excited. Uh, but is there anything you guys want to, you know, touch on real quick or, or uh, any shout-outs, whatever, you know what I'm saying, before we get out of here? It's for the culture all day, man. That's what we're focusing on right now. We got other things that we're working on, but it's for the culture. Hashtag for the culture, everybody listening. You know, uh, it's Grimo T on Minds, man. You know, you can find me at, uh, at Bookie Beats. I'm cooking beats though, by the way. Too. I'm seeing. I'm, I'm seeing got, the uh, I'm on a whole another wavelength with the beats right now, okay. so I'm focusing on that. But it's for the culture, man. You know, um, uh, for the culture, the single dropping February 21st. 
But uh, at Bookie Beats, man, check us out for real. Yeah, I just think that um, <clears throat> with what we're doing, I expect the city to get behind it. I, I'm not, I'm not asking you, like nigga. I got, we got everybody on this bitch, man. Everybody. Why would you not get behind it? Yeah. So hashtag for the culture. We need that. We need that. And I expect the city to get behind it. Everyone, the the radio shows have. Yeah. Everybody's calling. Hype magazine is calling. Oh. So you know it's it's big things going on with it, and and. Everybody talks about no local support and, you know, nobody's made it because of da, 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 da. Well, here's another chance to get behind something that's worth something. Mm -hmm. Fucking do it. That's that's what I expect. Yo, Westwood, everything on every every platform. So, the Factory Music. And group. this is the fifth coast, and you got two of the brothers. <laughs> <pioneering, laughs> Jump on board. Jump on man. board, man. Real man. shit. Real shit. For? Real shit. We appreciate you, fellas, man. Likewise. Um, again, for the culture. Make sure y'all tap in. And uh, yeah, man. Thank you guys so much for coming on, man. Appreciate you. Come help. back anytime. Yeah. The door's open. If you have us, you, yeah, man. Oh, yeah, oh. man. More projects, whatever. I would love to have you guys. We could talk about anything, man. We, this could have been a two hour podcast. Yeah, it it could. Easy, man. Right. <laughs> yeah, one more little thing is for that sure. um, after this project, we have a plan to do what we're calling Bridging the Gap. And that is taking the older niggas and grabbing some young niggas and doing a whole nother for the culture project. So, yeah, if you was under 40, it was a no-go on this one. But we got something for Get your bars up. Get your bars up. And the other thing that I want to do with it is, is I really want to bring in like a whole, because I'm doing all the recording, the engineering, and everything. I want to bring a younger nigga in with that vibe. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And let them get a little piece of what's going yeah. on. Yeah. You know, and teach them how to how to make this work. You know, it's, it doesn't have to, again, it's not me and Buki. We just giving you the platform to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, that, that's what we did. We, we opened up the studio. We provided the beats. We, the timing, the everything, the blah, blah, blah. It, that's for you, man. It ain't helping me do shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, we coming, we, we not finna stop. This is something that can go forever. Okay. This is something that can really be um, passed down to the next generation when me and Buki tired of doing it. We literally trying to, contribute back to the culture like how Timberland and Swiss Beats did with the verses. You get what I'm okay. saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like bringing something to the culture that everybody can appreciate. That's pretty much what we are doing with this project mm -hmm. and this whole movement in general. Okay. So when we say Love for it. the culture, we mean for the culture. Yes, we literally mean that. Yes, sir. Nice. There it is. Awesome. You guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is The Gray Space. Peace. Peace.